From hearts to the world, we are SG1 Radio. Hello and welcome to the Yanis Gikuma Show, where we explore life success principles using the best-selling personal development books of all time, starting with the Bible right here on SG1 Radio. Thank you so much for joining me. I do hope that you've had a good week. I honor you and I respect you for your, for keeping your time to join me today. Now, I'm continuing with the courage uh, with the topic of courage, last week uh, we started looking at the five fears that we all humans share. Five fears, or the, most of the phobias can be grouped in, uh, have been grouped into five by psychologists. We looked at two of them last week. We're going to look at a couple more this week. Uh, before we get into that, listen to our first song, and then I'll come back and I'll t- uh, share with you the quote of the day. Check this out.
G1 Radio, right here, right now. Hello and welcome to the Yanis Gikuma Show, where we explore life success principles using the best selling personal development books of all time, starting with the Bible. I hope you've enjoyed that song. It's kind of, you know, all making me feel like I just want to dance. Hey, I hope you had a good week. Um, and as I, said, as I said earlier, we are talking about courage. And just want to keep it simple and, and just take it easy. Because at the end of the day, life is tough. Life is difficult. And if we do not face our fears, how else are we meant to go ahead? Anyway, the quote of the day today, I've decided to kind of change the way I did things a little bit. Uh, just for me to stay awake as well. Um, each of us, this is a quote by Judy Bloom. She's an American author, and she said, Each of us must confront our own fears. We must come face to face with them. How we handle our fears will determine where we go with the rest of our lives. To experience adventure or to be limited by the fear of it. And I do hope that as we go through this demystifying uh, fear series, you will find a way you will find something within you will be transformed and you'll be able to step up step in and step into that which god has for you and for your family would you pray with me father we i ask that you help us as we go through uh, the word today as we share the message of the good lord we will be able to step up to step out of to step into and, and into the future that you have for us because we know that you look out for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for staying with me. And if you're just joining me, I just want to appreciate you and say thank you so much for your time, um, <clears throat> for taking your time out to actually listen to me. So in the past few weeks, I've been talking about courage. Um, and, you know, courage is needed more today probably than ever before. Uh, in, this, uh, in this century, I think we are facing challenges um, that we have not faced. Parents are struggling. Teachers are struggling. Governments are struggling. As in everywhere, challenges are like we have not faced before. Nevertheless, if we, st- if we keep talking, we can face one day at a time. So let me ask you this question then. What is your biggest concern? What is your biggest fear? Right? What is your biggest fear? Uh, should you be afraid of it? Should you be afraid of fear in itself? Because sometimes unless you qualify your feelings, your thoughts, um, it will be difficult for you to actually know whether you're moving forward or you're stuck or you're moving backwards. According to Dr. Carl Albert, the fears we experience fall within five categories. Last week, we looked at the fear of extinction. We looked at the fear of mutilation. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the loss of autonomy or the fear of the loss of autonomy. We're going to look into that because the idea here is to demystify fear so that you and I can start building courage and start taking steps towards those dreams, those visions, those goals that we know we so badly want to achieve. And then we're going to look at the fear of separation. That is one of the most crippling things that all of us are afraid of. However, If you stay with me, I believe step by step, we are going to step into something new, something refreshing. And all of a sudden, we are going to get rid of those ghosts that are called fear. Let's listen to our second song. And then when we come back, we'll go into a bit deeper into the loss of autonomy. Imagine if you lost your capacity 
to control or to be in control. Stay tuned. This is Anas Kikuma on the Anas Kikuma Show Live on SG1 Radio. The faith it takes to climb out of this boat Under the crashing waves To step out of my comfort zone Into the realm of the unknown Where Jesus is And he's holding out his hand But the waves are calling out my name And they laugh at me Reminding me of all the time I tried before and failed The waves, they keep on telling me Time and time again, boy You'll never win You'll never win But the voice of truth Tell me a different story The voice of truth Says do not be afraid And the voice of truth Said this is for my glory I'm just a sling and a stone Surrounded by the sound of a thousand warriors Shaking in their armor Wishing they'd have had the strength to stand But the giant's calling out my name And he laughs at me Reminding me of all the times I've tried before and failed The giant keeps on telling me Time and time again, boy You'll never win You'll never win But the voice of truth Tell me a different story The voice of truth Says do not be afraid And the voice of truth Said this is for my glory
Hello and welcome once again to the Yanis Gikuma Show where we explore life success principles using the best-selling personal development books of all time, starting with the Bible right here on SG1 Radio. That was Casting Crowns with the Voice of Truth. How wonderful. We are talking about being courageous, demystifying fear, and you being equipped to chase after, follow after, go after your dreams. Welcome once again. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're just joining us, listen, you haven't missed much, but if you have, there's always a recording. You guys go back into the archives and find some of the most amazing things that uh, we talk about right here on SG1 Radio. Now, let's continue then with this idea of fear. By the way, there's only four key questions. If we can answer these four key questions about life, we will be able to move forward step by step from strength to strength. Question number one is the question of origin. Where did you come from? Where are we from? Number two, the question of meaning. Is life meaningful? Is there a purpose to why you and I are alive? Question number three, morality. Does it matter how I behave? Does it matter the things I do? Is there a code I should abide by? Is there life after death and do what the way I live? Am I going to compromise how or where I go after I move from this body? And question number four, destiny. If I know where I'm coming from and I know why I'm here and I live in the right way, then my destiny is written but what if what if what if i'm not sure whether there's a destiny what if i'm not sure where i'm going if you can answer one of the all of these four questions and they have to be believable and they have to make sense then i believe your life and my life can be wonderful however in order for us to do this we have to be courageous so i've decided to go on and take on the five uh most fears in life have been classified into five major, uh, uh, major fears. And we looked at the fear of extinction. We looked at the fear of mutilation. Um, today we are going to look at the fear, right now we're going to look at the fear of the loss of autonomy. What does that mean? Now autonomy is, the, is, 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 is a word that des- uh, described, describes the, the capacity to be able to control, to, be, to, to self-regulate. Okay? So then the fear of loss of autonomy is the fear of being immobilized, the fear of being paralyzed, enveloped, almost like restricted, okay? overwhelmed, entrapped, imprisoned, smothered, or otherwise controlled by your circumstances that are beyond, that are beyond you. And one of the... Today is... COVID-19 is one of those things that is striking the loss of fear of uh, loss of autonomy. As in, can you imagine? When was the last time the government announced in peacetime that people should stay home? Do not go out. You see, this fear is causing most of us to fail. In the physical form, it is commonly known as claustrophobia. You know, you start feeling squished. 
but it also extends to our social interactions and relationships. Stay away from me. Or I'm not allowed or I do not have the capacity to go to the other person. That sense of lacking that self-regulation is quite powerful. The fear is intensified by the fact that the virus causes breathing restriction. So if you want to talk about COVID-19, one of the reasons why it's striking fear in most people's hearts is because when, when you contract the virus, it, it, it starts kind of suffocating you from within. And I've spoken to a number of people. Some of my friends have actually had the virus and it, it's been crippling. It's been challenging for them. So imagine you're drowning, you know, or just have a picture. I mean, to some of you, I know, maybe you've gone uh, through this and, and, and if you've survived, God bless you. And if you haven't, stay safe. The fear of loss of autonomy is real and it's causing more mental health issues today, probably than ever before. But is it all bad? No, no. There is hope. There is hope. And I say there is hope because um, directly in relation to the, to the pandemic or to the COVID-19 virus, it is possible and, and there's a lot of people are recovering. I mean, going through it is, is, is a test and it's a challenge. But there is hope because people are healing. Um, there's a scripture found in John, or the story found in John chapter 5, verses 4 to 9, talking about a man who was invalid or paralyzed, invalid or paralyzed, as in this guy was just crippled for 38 years. 38 years. This is a classic story of loss of autonomy. I mean, this guy did not, this was his normal. And, 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 and in that place, there was this lake where people, uh, people who had all sorts of illnesses were laying, waiting, according to the belief, for an angel to come and steer the water. And whoever goes in first gets healed. But this man was paralyzed. And, and because this was his reality, even when the opportunity came, when Jesus came and asked him, do you want to be healed? He didn't know what to do or how to respond. You know? And, and I know in 2020 so far, it feels as if we've been here for so long. You know, the year is almost over. Can you believe it? But yet there are things we wanted to do and we feel paralyzed. Let me read for you John 5 verses 8. It says, Jesus said to him, rise up, take up your bed and walk. Can you believe it? About 38 years of being immobile, all of a sudden he's told, pick up your bed and walk. Now, if that's not good news, I don't know what is. You know, and I believe that's the moment, that's what we are entering into. You need to start charging your heart with faith that I am going to get out of this stronger. I'm going to rise up. Yes, I am going to rise up. I'm not alone in this. The fight is not mine alone the fight does not belong to us alone now if you're not a believer if you're not a believer in god i just want to encourage you hey listen i don't know what you believe in but i believe why don't we believe together unfortunately if the images are crippling to you and and you're full of fear but if you're listening to this there is hope there is hope so do not give up hope yet let's also, let's listen to our next song and it's a wonderful song because it says this is how i fight my battles because I am surrounded. The Lord is surrounding me. Listen to this song. This is how I fight my battles. 
This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. I'd never seen it before. It was like translucent, but there was fire coming out from inside of it. And the fire was licking up around the sides of the horse, and the whole horse was made of fire. And then as I looked at this horse, the vision pulled out, and I saw that it was pulling a chariot, as in Elijah, surrounded by horses and chariots of fire. Come on, release it right now. In the name of Jesus, go, you fiery chariots and horses. Battle the enemy in the name of Jesus. Allow the angelic realm to come and minister in the name of Jesus right now. Shout, people of God, shout.
hearts to the world. We are SG1 Radio. This is how I fight my battles. How do you fight your battles? Do you fight your battles in fear? Do you fight your battles in anxiety? Welcome once again to the Honest Geek Humor Show. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed that song. If you're just joining me, thank you so much. You're still with me. I am grateful for you taking your time to listen to what I have to say today. Now, we are discussing the topic of courage. And the idea is to demystify fear so that you can pursue your dream. Now, we looked at, we are looking at the fear of loss of autonomy. We just looked at the fear of the loss of autonomy. And I gave you a quick uh, scripture uh, or a, a Bible verse in the book of John. One of my Bible, uh, favorite books in the Bible. John chapter 5 and Luke from verse 8. Uh, where Jesus told the man who was paralyzed for eight, uh, 38 years. Rise up, take your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well and took up his bed and walked. You see, God... God is interested. Let me say directly, Jesus is interested in your health and your well-being. In today's world, especially where there's so much uncertainty, whether it's economic, health, uh, freedom, you know, there is so much chaos happening around us today. We do need to be courageous. We do need to have faith. You see, I remember there's a scripture where Paul was saying, the, uh, Paul the Apostle, where he, he was saying that um, his, the Lord told him that his, his, uh, his strength, the, the strength of the Lord is made manifest in our weaknesses. So when we lack strength physically, that is the right moment actually to start believing. That is the moment to have hope. So we're talking about demystifying fear. Let me give you, fear Fear um, has the power to captiv- capt- captivate and arrest dreams, literally. But today, we are going to cut it piece by piece and make sure we take away our power, take you back your power. Uh, when, we, when we misinterpret the environment as, uh, as life-threatening, a part of our brain called the amygdala, releases uh, chemical compounds responsible uh, for creating uh, fear, and there's a specific uh, one of the of the chemicals is called glutamate. The brain is flooded with emotions that hijack your psych, uh, your physiology, for the sake of self-preservation. Uh, so you have these fear, uh, you have fight, freeze, or flight kind of thing, and that's th- th- these all brain chemicals which means then if you can re-educate yourself if you can retrain your brain to interpret fearful scenarios in a different way you could end up actually <clears throat> having a very different response which means then fear uh so because you have you have the normal fear for example if you see a, a wild animal um you know if you see a lion coming your way it's definitely much better to run Okay, if you can climb a tree or something, but if it's a cheetah, you know you're done basically. Um, so you have that fear that you know, based on the circumstance, you will know you need to run. But sometimes there's these other fears that we cannot see the physical evidence of being afraid, but yet we are terrified. And and it's based on that that I, I want to give you an acronym for fear. The F is false. E, evidence, A, appearing, 
and are real. Fear, false evidence appearing real. Can you imagine how many movies you play in your mind? Right? In a split of a second, you can take something so little. And I, I'm saying this because I do it. Okay? I, I have children. If you have children, you kind of know, you know, you, you've got to play with their mind sometimes to get your way. You know, it's not, sometimes it's not a very good thing to manipulate children. Um, but sometimes you have to, the best way to teach them is to, is to engage their emotions. So sometimes your mind will, will, will play a very negative picture in your head. But if you keep playing these images over and over and over again, you create a fearful environment within yourself. Now, if you're not a believer, okay, if you're thinking, hmm, but I don't believe in, in God and all that kind of stuff. Have you ever felt fear? Do you realize that fear and faith require that you believe in things that you cannot see? It's kind of strange, isn't it? So you hear someone, oh, I don't believe, I don't have faith. Hey, have you ever felt fear? Realize one thing. The things you may be afraid of, most of them you never see them. Worry and anxiety is caused, for the most part, by things we cannot see. Can you imagine someone going around the I don't believe in COVID. Hey, listen, if it hits you, you are going, you, you, know, you will not need to believe. The thing is there, okay? So, however, courage, courage then, it's not, uh, it's not in the absence of fear. Because you cannot be courageous without the element of fear. If there is no fear, there is nothing to be courageous about. So I want to ask you, uh, during, as, as we prepare to get into next week, even when, whether you're working from home, whether you're going to school, if you're a teacher, congratulations, because, hey, you guys are doing a great job. If your parent is a teacher, listen, just pray for them, bless them, be grateful for the work they're doing because they're exposing themselves every day. And nurses, you know, fast responders, hey guys, hats off and congratulations. Before I continue in the, with this topic of fear, I want to play another song. Uh, I want to play another song uh, by Nicholas C. Millen uh, and it's My Redeemer Leaves. You see, we are not alone in this, you know. We are not alone in this. And I do hope that you're going to actually, you know, uh, rise up your energy because we are not alone in this. Listen to this. Who taught the sun where to stand in the morning? And who told the ocean you can know? This far, and who showed the moon where to hide till evening? Whose words alone can catch a falling star? Well, I know my redeemer lives. 
Hello and welcome once again to the Anis Gikuma Show where we explore life success principles using the best personal development books of all times, starting with the Bible. That was Nicole C. Millen with My Redeemer Leaves, as in, what? Yeah, My Redeemer Leaves leaves what a wonderful song and i hope you're enjoying the show so far we are talking about demystifying fear gaining the courage you need to chase to run after your dreams so you can step out of the fear step into the now and step up into what god has called you to be so we've looked at so far four uh, three types of fear um, last week, we looked at the fear of extinction, the fear of mutilation. We've just looked at the fear of um, the fear of loss of autonomy. And I've also given you an acronym for fear, false evidence appearing real. Now, let's look at the next fear. And this is quite interesting um, because, especially if you're a parent, 
um, and you've taken your child, or if you can remember when you were young and your parents took you to a nanny or left you in a place where you're not so sure and, you, and they left you, can you remember the feeling, the fear, the anxiety, the worry that that's it? You know, your mom or your dad is never coming back again. I can remember vividly as a kid. You know, sometimes my dad would take us to my grandma's place and I was young. And then the next day, early in the morning, he would leave back to the city. And I would feel like, oh, why? Why would you do this? You know, you, just, you can't just leave me here and go. If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. The fear of separation is one of the most vivid fears we all experience, especially when, when we are young. The fear of abandonment. You know, I have a nine-year-old daughter, and even up to when she was eight years old, and I would say, we are going somewhere. So, oh, are you coming back? You're thinking, what? I mean, where else can I go, you know? I will come back. But that fear is so real. That fear in children, especially for those of us who have children and we go to work early, uh, or when the children are young, I tell you, that fear is crippling. And, and, and unfortunately, if you're a mother and you're caught in between working and, and bringing up your child, the psychological effect that is created when, when the child is left by the mother can be life crippling. The fear of, of separation is real. Okay? It's the loss of connectedness. Uh, the fear of, uh, of becoming a non-person. The person does no longer feel valuable enough. It feels like you're not wanted, not respected, not valued. Um, and you don't belong. Okay? The fear of separation is the fear of not belonging. Okay? That treatment we, we give to our children sometimes of silence. Just cut someone off. Um, and, it, and it's devastating, you know. There are people who are facing mental, who are suffer, struggling with mental health as grown-ups because of this. Now, unfortunately, if especially if, if any of this is, is rooted in betrayal, you know, um, it, it has deep, deep lasting effects, negative effects. Now, if we think of, or we consider the law of vibration and the law of attraction, uh, thoughts have frequencies. So all feelings are frequencies. Your, your brain is a switching station. In fact, your heart emits a frequency. Okay? Um, and these frequencies can be measured. Literally. Science, uh, technology has advanced so much that we can measure the frequency of fear, the frequency of love. And by the way, in the spectrum of, of, of frequencies, last is at the lowest. It's the lowest frequency. Last. Okay, lasting after, after, after another person, after another person's wife. It's at the lowest level of frequency. So, if you and I are always engaging with thoughts of separation and, the, and, and recounting the negative experiences that we previously experienced, um, especially with relations, don't you think the other person will pick up the so-called vibes? You know, we emit these vibrations, these frequencies. And the other person picks them up and they respond accordingly, unfortunately. I said, that's interesting, isn't it? What you think about 
you bring about. Now, it may not happen overnight, but the more, the more you think about it, the more you, you, become in, you become in harmony with those with the feelings. And those feelings cause you to behave in a certain way. And if you behave in a certain way, there is a corresponding reaction or response. So if I'm always negative, down, depressed, the people who are going to surround me are going to also be, they will have the same feelings towards me. Uh, there's, a, there's a saying that, 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 uh, that I learned, that misery loves company. <laughs> have you ever realized that people who complain always seem to have friends who complain? Sick people tend to hang around a lot more sick people. It doesn't mean that if your friends are sick, you should abandon them. No, 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 no. That's, what I'm, that's not what I'm saying. If you look at someone's behavior, behavioral patterns, lifestyle, you realize that it's, it's, it's challenging for you to go into a lifestyle that is totally opposite to yours and, and make those people your friends unless you've decided to change some things. So ideally, it's, if we are then going to face this fear of separation, we got to refuse to become slaves. And let me tell you something. By the power of the resurrected Christ, you and I are no longer slaves to fear. I am not a slave to fear. And I want you to say that with me. I am no longer a slave to fear. And on that note, let me play the next song by Zach Williams. No longer slaves. Listen to this. I'm no longer a slave to
From hearts to the world, we that was Zach Williams with I Am No Longer a Slave to Fear. Live recording right here, right now on SG1 Radio. Welcome once again to the Yannis Gikuma Show where we explore life success principles using the best personal development books of all time, starting with the Bible. Today we are talking about fear, demystifying fear, uh, so that we can actually grow out of uh, slavery in a way into freedom now earlier i talked about uh the fear of uh, of loss of autonomy we've also just looked at the fear of separation and the fear of separation is one of the most crippling things we looked at you know thinking of of children if you're a parent especially or if you've ever been left somewhere by your mom or your dad or your loved one and and when you were young you could feel as if you know that they just abandoned you now, can you imagine for those un- uh, unfortunate individuals who this happens to be the reality, that the child is just left and the parent never comes back or, or they're adopted? If, 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 you've, if you've grown through this, my heart goes out to you. Um, but if, 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 if you have lived a normal life, an average life where you have your parents, you have, you have uh, the people around you, though you maybe have been betrayed and this fear has crippled you, let me tell you what, there is hope. There is a way out. You've got to start believing. Now, if, if you're not so sure what I'm talking about, let's look at how this fear of, of separation, let's look at, at some of the way it manifests. Signs that you have a fear of, uh, of separation. Number one, you attach too quickly. Even to unavailable partners or relationships. You, you just want to belong too much. Um, you fail to fully commit and have had a few, uh, very few long-term relationships. You see, the fear of, of, of separation is because you've been conditioned for so many times that you're going to be hurt. So you, you, you never really want to commit. You, know what? you don't want to take the risk in that long-term relationship. And even though it may look stable and everything is pointing towards the right direction, you just cut yourself off. That is, uh, is based on the fear of separation. You move on too quickly just to ensure that you don't get too attached. You see? Um, you aim to please. You just want to please the other person. In a way, you're trying to purchase. You're just trying to buy them to stay with you. Because you, you don't feel worthy. Why? Because you've been de- betrayed and left so many times. Um, you engage in unwanted sex. Because in a way, you're feeling that that's the only way the other person is going to stay. And it's very common in women, unfortunately. Okay, And you're more likely to stay in a relationship no matter how unhealthy it is. Now, I could tell you stories, you know, because I've experienced, uh, or rather I've, 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 I've helped a lot of people um, who have been in very unhealthy relationships. And just encouraging them to move forward. Okay, you struggle with being hard to please and nip, uh, uh, nitpicky. You know, you, w- when someone is acting too hard to be pleased, it's because they don't want to be attached. You see, just in case again they are betrayed again. So you are leaving um, those old experiences. You have difficulty experiencing emotional intimacy 
Why? Again, you do not want to be attached. You don't want to feel that connection. Why? Because again, just in case someone decides to leave. You feel insecure and unworthy of love. Now, this is very, very common. Now, if, if some, of this, uh, some of these fears manifest in your life, then you know that at the, root, at the root of it is the fear of separation, the fear of abandonment. Okay? You, you find it hard to trust people. You are often jealous of everyone you meet, and especially if they seem to be a bit stable. Um, you have feelings of, uh, of general anxiety and depression. Now, not all of them are directly related to the fear of separation. But if you have a combination of these fears, then you probably want to start addressing that element uh, or rather that fear of, 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 of abandonment. You tend to overthink the things, uh, things and work hard to figure out hidden meanings. Um, and, and I'll tell you what, I, I come from... The, I've experienced this because when I was a young boy, me and my brothers, we were taken to my grandmother's place. So we're separated from, from my dad and my mom and, and, and you took us my grandmother. And all of a sudden we're taken to a new primary school. So I'm living with my grandma. I don't understand the language she's speaking because I couldn't fully understand my mother tongue at that time. And we are going every day to a new school where I don't know anyone. So this two, you know, young boy gone from the city into the countryside and all of a sudden, you know, that separation left me feeling needy. And unfortunately, not many years after that, my mom passed away. So all of a sudden now, the, the one person I was always hoping to see now is gone forever. And I couldn't tell you how long that fear stayed with me for so many years. And I didn't know why. I just wanted to belong. I just wanted to please someone, to someone to love me. I just wanted to be, to be wanted, basically. Okay. Um... You are hypersensitive to criticism. You are criticized a little bit and all of a sudden things go haywire. Now, for me, for me, I don't know about you, but for me, where I found my hope was in God. When I came to England, I didn't know anyone. I knew only one person. Though I was a mature person, all those unconscious fears started manifesting again. Every time I'd feel homesick. And while I was here, my dad passed away. So all of a sudden... My world seemed to be collapsing within itself. And I thank God for my, wi uh, for my, for my wife, then girlfriend, years ago, um, who really loved me and, and, and really wanted to stay with me. So I found someone who wanted to belong to me, but I wasn't so sure whether I should commit. But I thank God because he has been my El Shaddai. He has been my all-sufficient one, and he can also be for you. You see, Deuteronomy chapter 31 verses, I'm going to leave you with this. The Bible says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. Them meaning your enemies. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Let me turn this into how I read it. He says, Ernest, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or, or terrified by your enemies. The Lord my God, now I declare this, the Lord my God goes with me. He will never leave me nor forsake me no matter what. And I, I, I want to leave, leave you with this blessing, with this song. I think it's awesome. Um, every, single, every single day I listen to this song by Curry Jobs, The Blessing. 
Have a wonderful week. Join me again next week as I continue with this topic of fear. Remember, remember the King is coming. Stay courageous, stay faithful, and stay safe. God bless. Children and their children and their children.